Welcome everybody to the If I May podcast. This is Kyle, and uh, I, I have no friends this week, but I do have two brothers, uh, Cody and Colin here. Uh, they're my brothers. They're willing. They were uh, uh, kind enough to step in while Nick and Brent are out sitting in the woods or whatever they're doing. So uh, we're going to, meanwhile, be talking about whatever we want while interrupting as politely as possible, but maybe not because we're brothers. So we'll find out. So Colin. Hey, I'm hey. Colin. It's I Colin. went to the uh, same elementary school, middle school, and high school as my favorite brother. Wait, what? I went to the same elementary school, middle school, and high school as my brother. Oh, yep. That, that's a fact. And then the other one over there in the middle is Cody. What up, Cody? Hey, guys. How's it going? Uh, my name's Cody, and something interesting about me is I'm a first-year teacher this year. Aww. So I cute. know. Just graduated. Yeah, just so Cody, Cody just graduated from the colleges, uh, so he's a teacher now. And then Colin, he's he's in the colleges, <laughs> in the process. Yeah. So what do you, you what know, do you Ka- I'm if going I may. For... Oh, All Cody right, said, go. if I may, so he's up. If I may, <laughs> uh, Colin and I went to the best college around, UW Oshkosh, which, as we all know, is the greatest college. Uh, if you didn't go to UW Oshkosh, you're just a scrub. <laughs> or you're an engineer. <laughs> hey, yeah, if I may. Both of us combined, Cody. If I may, Oshkosh has other things like teaching that we're great at. So that's that's pretty great. We do have an engineering program, too. It's just not as good. <laughs> Is it a okay, full engineering we program? We barely have an engineering program. <laughs> <laughs> it's not well known yet, but it'll get there. Didn't someday. they have like five people graduate from that last year? And they were like, oh, it's such a big deal. And it's not, I don't know, whatever. I'm pretty sure more people got pushed to go into, you know, like a, a college of letters and science degree than engineering. <laughs> yeah, I, I am currently in that college and I hear nothing about anything related to engineering. So I'm pretty sure that's long gone. <laughs> That could be. It was there and it's gone. I don't know. It, it had its stint. <laughs> we can check check the website. So I, there you go. All the people's out there, check the UW Oshkosh website. Let us know. We don't even know. I don't. It's uh, been years since I graduated, guys. So one thing we all have in common, besides the fact that we are brothers and came out of the same mother and, and father, is that uh, we all uh, attended and worked at the same camp. So I thought it might be funny to go around and kind of talk about a camp story that you have that uh, fun time you had at camp. Obviously, we don't want to necessarily say the name of the camp because we're probably going to say things that we did at the camp that might not have been uh, uh, Boy Scouty per se, but uh, we had definitely some fun times. Does anybody want to go first? Uh, yeah, I can start things off. All right. Being the uh, wild adventurer that uh, that I am, uh, one time at the camp, we <laughs> played a pretty heated game of truth or dare. And uh, oh boy, uh, yeah, as we know that uh, that can get pretty pretty great. I mean, you start off casually with some some truths and maybe you know an occasional uh, risky dare. Nothing too extreme at first, but, you know, as the night progresses, the dares get more and more extreme. And one of the dares that I actually dared to uh, one of my coworkers 
was to go outside and just streak around the entire camp. Like, do a lap around camp. Oh, so you dared somebody streaking. to do this? I dared somebody to do this. Put up this dare. Was that the dude said no? So I'm like, fuck it. I'm going to run around and streak and do your dare for you. <laughs> what? <laughs> so, you proposed this dare. <laughs> yeah. And he said no. He chickened out on me. Uh, majorly. So well, I'm like, okay, What was the guy's go. first name? Do, do I know him? No, you wouldn't know him. Oh, so it was after it, my time? After your time. Oh. Well, not technically during your time, but not exactly. D- it, what? Okay, so I worked at two camps. So this oh, is technically okay. a story in my, in my younger years, because by the time I got to the camp that we're referring to, uh, I had to kind of be a role model. And at the time, I certainly was not a role model. <laughs> yeah, right, my, the story I got is also from my younger years at camp. Uh, you know, once, once you get to a certain point, number one, that stuff's just not quite as fun anymore. But number yeah. two, you get judged hard. If oh, hardcore. <laughs> oh, yeah. And now thinking about it, I probably shouldn't have leaded with, hey, guys, I'm a teacher. But hey, in my younger <laughs> years, I, I, I streaked around. <laughs> If you see a teacher streaking around the school, no, might no, be no. <laughs> Good start. These were these were my teen years, guys. I was wild back then. Not, so not wild. As wild. You know, your your typical 14-year-old stupid shit that you do. It was, was this, that was night it, was though, this your CIT year? No, no. My CIT year I had no balls. So I didn't do anything crazy my CIT year except try to blend in. Because I thought I was, like, top-notch coming in, and then immediately the staff just put me in my place. So I will admit, <laughs> I had, I've had i never been streaking, so I have questions. Que- question okay. number one, it, would you do it again? Like, if you know nobody was going to see you, would you run uh, in the nude again? Uh, <laughs> that is uh, such a uh, depends-on-the-time-and-place kind of question. Right, let's say you, have, you own yourself... Uh, your own mini mansion with a weight with a workout room, and you have a treadmill in your own personal house workout room. Nobody's ever gonna see you. Would you? I guess my main oh. question is: is is running naked a good experience, or would you pass on that? You know, it's uh, at the time it was quite. Uh, it felt pretty good. You know, you get a nice breeze. And it it really wasn't bad. And on a full-on sprint. I mean, there's no chafing, right? Like No, no, no chafing. No chafing at all. Yeah, because it's uh, instantly dried. Exactly. So yeah, it was it was an interesting experience. Um, as far as would I do that again, with everything that I've got going on me, like I can see something like in the privacy of my own home. Would I just like <laughs> make mac and cheese in the nude? Probably. You know, I could see if it was just me there doing it. I, you know, no roommates, nothing to worry about. Sure, I'd let it all hang out. But uh, as far as in public now, uh, not a good idea. Just with uh, with everything that's going for me now, uh, I can't exactly, you know, interview for a job and say, "Yo, you know, how's it going?" I I streak. Oh, you're that one <laughs> It just guy. doesn't work like that. <laughs> you're a streaker. <laughs> Colin is looking more and more scarred the longer we talk about this. I, I know. We should probably no, change the subject before, though. you know. So that was probably one of the craziest things. 
that I've done when in my youth. Uh, there have definitely been other things that I've done that have been just as crazy, but uh, that's definitely been one of the big ones. See, like with the whole, I think I said it on an earlier episode, but like the whole thing about like, even like skinny dipping, I'd be so paranoid that somebody's just going to take all your clothes. And then the moment you get back, you're yeah. just screwed. If I may, you really do need to know your, the people that you're with. Uh, be yeah. able to and trust the people them at the camp I know would potentially steal all the clothes. <laughs> yeah. That see the the good thing about uh about my adventure was it happened very close to midnight, so everybody was asleep, and we really didn't get like I would say terribly close to any places that we knew campers would be at. So we didn't like deliberately streak through a campsite. Oh, wait, wait, you just said we, so you weren't alone in this venture. Okay, <laughs> so to add on <laughs> to the story, so I tell the guy he's. He's kind of a chicken. He chickened out of it. I said, all right, I'll go. And then the other guys that I'm with say, screw it, we'll go too. So, <laughs> so there's probably a, about a group of three or four of us that just took a laugh. <laughs> it, it was kind of funny because we were in a cabin at the time. And we had most of the cabin involved. And uh, yeah, I think just about everybody from the cabin did it, except for the guy that we originally dared. <laughs> he, he wasn't working at the camp the next year <laughs> it was kind you're of not, funny you're not a true bro unless you go streaking with us it, it was pretty great you know it was like a pack mentality at that point where we're like we're just gonna go for it and what happens happens after that <laughs> but hey it, it all worked out I will say, before we go on to Colin's story, I like how you two semi-dressed up for this. Cody, I'm sure that's just what you wore to work. Uh, for me, I, is this, exactly is what, this, right. is, this is what I wore to work. Just a NASA t-shirt. And Colin, you definitely dressed up because there's no way you look that good normally. You, you typically, you, I actually uh, do wear this every day. Yeah, every My day? Dad? You wear that every day. That's kind of gross. Yeah, this specific one. <laughs> he's, got, he's got the comb over going. He's looking sharp. Look at him. You know, Cody, I think you'll agree. The moment Colin got a girlfriend, Colin's smell and hygiene and cleanliness went way up. Like, it was night and day. If I may, I think that she definitely brought out some some great qualities in him. It or, was or taught him. I don't know. One of the two. But it's much better now. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what your girlfriends are doing. What? I don't have a girlfriend. What your girlfriends are doing. She has a wife. Oh, I got a wife. I, may, wife. <laughs> I got a wife and Cody's got a fiance. We don't have girlfriends. And if I may, our, our rooms are both uh, atrocious. So obviously that didn't, that didn't work Colin's out room isn't me. too bad. Look at your room though. Your, your room. Anyhow, Cody's if in I my old room. My room. That's the room that has a poop stain in the middle of the floor. <laughs> didn't know that <laughs> listen, one. Listen to like one or two podcasts ago. <laughs> I heard that one. I just wanted not to tell Cody because I figured he didn't hear that one. Yeah, there's a poop stain in the middle of that floor. If <laughs> I may. Mom, so, Mom listened to that podcast. She's like, I looked. I didn't see it. I'm like, oh, it's there. I'll show you. <laughs> I was a little guy, so it's a little poop. <laughs> okay, Colin. If I up. may, oh, I don't sorry. think Mom will look at me the same way again after this podcast. Yeah, no, you just screwed yourself. Mom definitely listens to this podcast. I'm done. Yeah, you're done. Chat saved me. <laughs> She's gonna be like, just tell nice. my mom that I'm actually not that bad. 
<laughs> okay, All right, Colin, what do you got? Sorry. I actually think I want to wait. I think you should go, you want first, me to go first, and I should end. Okay, yeah. so my story is uh, I got I, I get pulled in. I kind of nosed my way in to be participating in the creation or the attempt at creating alcohol in the trading post. So, um, I don't know. It was, it was like two or three of the older guys at the, at the camp at the time. It was my first, it was my first year working at the camp and I was walking past the trading post back from uh, one of the campfires and I saw the lights were on. I'm like, huh, trading post definitely should not be open right now. And then I, I like knocked on the door and they like, you know, sneakily like looked down. They're like, Oh, it's Kyle. He's like, if you're in, you're in. If you're out, walk away now. I'm like, sure, I'm in. Like, <laughs> I don't know what's going on, but I want in. So I walk in and I find these guys. They have a huge gallon jug of apple juice. They have a, like a yeast and sugar on the counter. And they have like three or four condoms. Okay. So for those that might not know about making alcohol is oxygen for alcohol is very bad. So the, the plan was to take apple juice, add some sugar, add some yeast. They had to ask the business manager at the time to buy them some yeast. And they, I don't know what they made up for a reason, but the business manager bought them yeast. And their plan was to mix this yeast in. They didn't know how much. So, you know, half the thing, whatever. They just, they mixed it all together. Apple, they drank some of the apple juice, put in some sugar, put in the yeast, mixed it all together, put a condom over the top to seal the air out and then like taped around it. Cause the condom will expand with, cause as alcohol ferments, it's going to release gas. And so it's going to expand the condom and be protected from oxygen. And their plan was to put it up in the training post, uh, roof. There's a, there's like the shopping area. And then above that, like, I guess in the attic, there's like a little walk space that is used for like storage of random junk. But their plan is to throw it up there and kind of hide it up there. And then it would have a little home while it fermented for the rest of the camping season or whatever. And then they'd drink it at the end and see what happens, I, I guess. Well, uh, I just basically, I'm just standing there watching essentially. And then one of the older guys goes up and he's going to put the thing uh, up there. When all of a sudden he smashes through the ceiling of the training post because he stepped in the wrong spot and literally like broke right through the ceiling. <laughs> he drops the <laughs> vat of alcohol <laughs> hits the ground, explodes everywhere. So there's like orange juice, apple juice, sugar, yeast mix everywhere. <laughs> I'm just like, I'm out. <laughs> so I like go to leave like, no, no, no. Once you're in, you're in. And I'm like, I saw nothing. I'm just, I am out. I did not help with this. I was just witness to it and I will not say, I, will, I won't say shit and I'm out. Like, I'm not, I, I didn't see anything. They're like, if you talk, I was like, nope, I'm, I'm good. Like, I'm not, I'm not that kind of guy. So yeah, I just, I just bailed. And uh, yeah, they're like, oh, way to leave us with the mess. Like the next day, they're like, way to leave us with the mess. I was like, I didn't help make that mess. I was just witness to it. But yeah. that, that was the time that I witnessed slash semi-participated and people trying to you know, some 15, 16 year olds attempting to make alcohol at a summer camp. <laughs> if I may, that story is still told today. Is it it's really the thing of legend? It is the thing of legend. Yes. Yeah. Cody and Colin still work <laughs> at that camp. <laughs> yep. Yes. So I, I have heard that one before. I did not know all the juicy details behind it, but 
yeah, apparently I heard about that. they were able to find a new because it was just like the tiles that go up in the ceiling. They were able to find a, a new one and replace it. But if you look in that area, the one they replaced it with is not the best one. So it's actually when you go through the door, it's directly in line with the door up, and it's like about halfway through the training post, about where that you know where, you know where the catwalk is above. Yep. Yeah. So they stepped off the end of that. So it, it's it's like the end tile of where that catwalk is. There's still like a hole in the corner of the crappy tile. They replaced the tile with, and they completely fell through. And uh, yeah, and they were ending up they're they're taking the mop and what mop bucket from downstairs and like mopping everything up, and it was still sticky the next day. And there's like, why is the floor sticky? And it was like, oh, I'll mop it, I'll mop it. Some kid spilt a soda. <laughs> yep, classic. Yeah. <laughs> If I may, I think what the majority of the younger staff get out of that story is that someone fell through the roof of the trading post. I think that made more headway than what they were making. Dude, that was in like 2006. (laughs) So that's pretty pretty legit that that story still stays. That story is still around. Uh, I heard later on that they hid it up in the the, uh, um, ranges in one of those cabinets. They, 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 they had redone it and they hid it in one of those cabinets and they, they tried it, but they like left it over winter. So it was completely crap. Like it was, yeah. it, was it was no good. They left it over winter and it just didn't work. Uh, but they tried it and they said it maybe tasted like alcohol, but mostly tasted like crap. Like it just didn't taste. Yeah. From, anything from what I heard, they were able to get a, a little bit of it, but it, it didn't taste well. Or no, it was, it was really bad well for that matter. It was pretty bad. Yeah. So the experiment was completely shot. Colin, so what do you got? Was, yeah, that was pretty good. Um, well, this will be my uh, sixth summer coming up. And Damn, you already passed your high five year. I, yeah, no, I uh, I've done some interesting stuff. Uh, I mean, at first when we were starting this, uh, I know you were we we decided on like memories. And at the time, I was, uh, you know, thinking nice, like nice memories, not like <laughs> stupid stuff. So, like, I have some stuff there, and I can talk about that after, but I'm sure everyone wants to hear the interesting things. Um, I have a couple different ones. So, the first one is just a classic. A lot of people who go there know it, and it was my CIT year. Uh, my very first year at camp, didn't know anybody, was like, I have no idea what the heck I'm doing here. It it was something I kind of wanted to do, try out, be a staff member, see what happens. And like the first like day of staff week, I'm tasked with going into the uh, waterfront and helping them clean the boating boats. And so I'm down there. They gave me like this soap bucket and they gave me the sponge. And I was like, just kind of taking the bleach and everything and trying to get all the scuffs and mold and stuff off Jeez. the boats, make it look really nice and pretty. And uh, eventually, you know, we're like running out of water. And so we just had a bucket. It was one of those nice little brown pails. And I was, I just kind of looked at it and I was like, you know what? Let's make a memory. I know. I, I mean, it was kind of dumb. I figured it would not be like super good. I mean, these guys are all older than me. It's not going to actually be funny at all. But like I took the bucket, I dumped it in the lake. And I was like, hey guys, you want to see a magic trick? And they were like, sure (laughs) like they're all skeptical like i'm just a 14 year old kid they were like all right what the heck is he doing there he's just classic cit right now and i just do it 
and I was getting into the whole like Newton's law of motion, like oh, trying to like around. swing the bucket all the way around yeah. without anything spilling yeah. thing, so, like, like that without spilling anything. And uh, I did the this part, and then right when I got to the front, the handle of the bucket just snapped. The bucket <laughs> went flying, sprayed water everywhere falls into the lake and I'm just sitting here just scared out of my mind like oh my god this is so embarrassing and like how do I pull this off how do I pull this off and what I did was I just like stared at the handle stared at the bucket stared at the handle stared at the bucket dropped the handle magic I made the bucket like, disappear right off the handle <laughs> but I was just like that was not what I was going at all. And the waterfront director was like, you owe me a bucket. And I still had a bucket, but, <laughs> but uh, yeah, just handle. I was just going to do the whole 360 thing and be like, ah, magic. And then I was, I didn't really know what I was doing. And then was that Dylan at the time? Waterfront director? Yeah, that was, that was Dylan. Yeah, yeah. That was Dylan. <laughs> we had Dylan on one of the you know, 10 episodes ago or so. Yeah. He used to work at the camp as well as the waterfront director. For yeah. like two years, but um, I mean, there's some better ones. Uh, one thing. Uh, so this was, you know, we we usually take scouts down, and uh, we there's uh, we it was at a time when the nature director was there. And I actually, haven't uh, told this one to anyone because it was just a me and him thing, and <laughs> what happened was so like it was me and then it was it was like him then me then all the scouts and like had my assistants throughout just like pointing things out as they were uh you know walking through the tour in case someone didn't hear anything and uh we got to the end of the tour and there was the cool crazy little uh pulling out the bog stick and everything and then we were having them all go backwards and i was like i and i was like leading them back and i was behind waiting for everyone to go and everything and I'm walking, and I'm walking, and I'm walking. And all of a sudden, the uh, nature director just, like, taps my shoulder. And he's like, hey, come here, come here. And I'm like, what? What's up? And, like, I just stay back for a bit. And the adults and kids are going up. And I was like, what, what's going on? And he's like, all right, I got something amazing to show you. You know how we always, like, tell them when we jump, and then there's the ripple effect and everything? And I'm like, yeah. And uh, he's like, I, I, I didn't want to do this in front of them, but I've, I found something out. You can, like, actually walk on it. And I was like dude, I don't know how you found that out, but you definitely can't step in the bog. I've seen it happen already. It's like, no, 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 try it. And he like goes and he like is running down the bog, like on the actual bog, not on the boards. And as he's coming back, he just sinks all the way up to <laughs> his chest. And I'm just sitting here like, um, <laughs> like I'm still like uh, 16 at the time or 17. I forgot exactly where. But I'm just sitting there, just like, he's like 18 <laughs> oh years older than me. And I'm, I'm just like, all right, dude, hold up one sec. I run back. I pull up the box. Stack, oh, no. I, I just pull him out of the box with him. And he gets out. And he's totally fine. Like, his shoes are tightened up. Nothing got lost. But, like, he just sank into the bog. And I, I just ran, grabbed the box, stick out. And I'm like, I knew this would come in handy one time. So if then, I may, I'm sure he had a slight panic that, like, when you ran off, you just, <laughs> just you know, <laughs> one second, not knowing booked, when you were going to be back, where you were doing, what you were doing, how long this was going to be. Meanwhile, I can just picture him going, help, help, help. <laughs> help. 
So for the, for those that don't know, a bog is literally created. It, it, so it's a kettle bog in this particular camp, and how it's created is basically an iceberg comes, like scoops out a ton of dirt, and then just stops, and then melts, and then sinks. So there's literally just like a bowl of glacier water, essentially, and then any rainwater that collects over the years, and uh, there's no water that goes out. The only water that goes there's only water that goes in. No water out besides evaporation. So like it's literally like muck and sediment and all sorts of stuff that's been sitting there since the ice age. So like this water, if you put your hand in it, like you're instantly covered in slime. Like it's just black. I, like the bog stick that Colin's talking about, like that thing, when you bring it out, your hands smell so bad from pulling this thing out. Like it is awful. I know that a couple of guys, when I was at camp went swimming in the bog. Like they literally like got life fast and just went swimming out in the, the middle of the bog. And, uh, yeah, they, they said that their skin got very tingly after about five, ten minutes uh, of swimming in the bog because all this stuff stays there and it actually becomes acidic. Like, it's literally the same acidity of, as about orange juice. So, like, in the plain open water, you're basically swimming in orange juice. So, it's like cutting all the oils and whatnot off your skin. And then, yeah, the, the muck itself is pretty disgusting. Technically, if you fell through, you could swim down and then swim over to the opening and then pop back up. But, uh, yeah, that's, that is the same for me because it's kind of like a giant sponge floating on water. And, yeah, that would, that would yeah. be disgusting. Yeah, and uh, if I may, just to give some perspective, the bog stick that goes down is, I believe, like 12 feet tall. And it's, basically, it's the longest uh, stick they can find at, at yeah. the time. Yeah, so if you sink down, you don't know where the end could be. <laughs> <laughs> Right? It's all like super dense too. Exactly. Uh, if I may, there was a story kind of going off of that that actually happened last year, Colin. You probably remember it. We had this CIT at camp who um, he was doing a, a speech, the, the bog speech. And uh, when you get out to where this opening is that Kyle is talking about, where this big lake is, uh, there's a couple like planks put out that you can actually walk out into the bog a little ways it's a little bit past where this this huge stick is sunk in and out there there's a lot of uh just like grass that really tall grass so the cit walked out there and he's like all right you know you've got to be careful because uh though i may be on a platform here one step off of this platform and you could sink and you don't know how far down you could go but don't worry, the platforms are really stable. And just to demonstrate, <laughs> I'm going to jump. So the CIT, like, starts jumping and jumping and jumping. And then the all of a sudden, through. boom, you just don't see him anymore. Like, <laughs> and, and I wasn't there at the time, but I just heard from, you know, the adults that everybody had thought that he had just gone down. Like, all the way down. Because it was like, he was at a full standstill height, and then he jumped up, and then, boom. Well, it turns out the CIT really just ducked down for effect and the tall grass covered him. So he was still on the platform, but he convinced everybody in the entire group that he had gone straight down into the block. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. If you can do that every time. That was pretty good. Oh yeah. He did it every time, except the thing <clears throat> with him is he kind of took it to the extreme. So each time he did it, he got more and more uh, crazy with it to the point where like he went down 
completely doused his uniform with like with the water from the bog so that he appeared wet took spagma moss and just draped it all <laughs> over his body like somehow found a way to loop back through the like <laughs> through the bog without anybody knowing to appear by the entrance of the bog so like there was the the guy the leader at the time of the building um th- we call them directors like leading all this this entire group back because he knows what's up but the group's like dude he just fell into the block he's like don't worry about it he'll be back and so he took the entire group back up to the stairs where the cit was just covered head to toe and spagma moss was like guys you will not believe the journey I went through. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> he kind of took it a little too far, and we had to put the kibosh on that after after that, because he had scouts literally thinking that he had just gone like thirty feet under and never came up. Colin, <laughs> <laughs> oh. you probably remember that story too. Actually, no, I haven't heard it. Oh no, yeah. So. One, uh, the other thing I brought up for these guys to potentially talk about is, uh, any funny stories we have about each other. And, uh, I don't know if, uh, you guys would like to go through that. I know you guys have, we, we're going to have a shorter episode this week because these guys got to go to a movie with mommy. But, That's uh, right. <laughs> um, one story I have is about Cody. I'll, uh, I'll save the, the gold one for when, if, if we get dad on the podcast at some point in time, but this one's about the <laughs> same caliber. Uh, my dad had just recently installed a uh, screen door in our kitchen. Uh, before there were some uh, just windows there, like smaller windows. So my dad, like you know, took out the section of the wall and put in the sliding you know glass door. And Cody, I don't, I don't know how old Cody was, maybe like twelve, like something like that. But like he, when my dad was done, Cody's like, I don't get it. <laughs> I was like, what? What do you mean? Like I. I don't, I don't get it. What's, what's it for? And then my dad goes on to explain that, you know, Cody, it's, it's so you can see at the outside. And Cody's like, oh, I, okay. And my dad's like, oh, here, c- come look, come look. So look at, look, look at this, look at the glass. So the door's closed. Look at the glass, see what it looks like outside. And then my dad opens it. See, see how it's out there. See how it's the same. Yeah. And so it, it takes the outside and puts it on this, on the glass that it projects it onto the screen so it looks the same. So Cody is convinced that the sliding glass doors are like a projected screen of some sort, like a TV showing the outside. <laughs> so yeah, it's like, see, see this? Now see this. And Cody's like, oh. It's like, oh my God, Cody. <laughs> if I may, I am, I was pretty gullible. Was? <laughs> okay, maybe still am. This is the same maybe guy that am. in college he he had he had a, a a loft that he purchased or rented or whatever for his his uh, bed, and so he had his loft up. And then eventually he got an R you got an RA job halfway through the year, so he's like, oh, I got I don't want the loft anymore. So he goes like ask the guys to return the loft, and in the meantime, like uh, the whole family pretty much come up and help him move into his like new room for being an RA, and we had the loft all tucked behind the door, completely out of the way, and the guys wanted fifty bucks to pick up the loft early or something like that. So Cody goes and just pays them. It's like, Cody, why would you give them $50 to pick up the loft when it's literally tucked behind your door doing nothing? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That wasn't exactly the greatest decision on my end either. 
Have you had to do any car work lately? You might have to, you might want somebody to double check the numbers. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. No uh, kidding. I'll yeah, save not the, my shining the green, moment. I'll save there. Cody's very first Green Bay Packer game story for my dad. That's a solid uh, that one. Is, that's a classic. That, that's about as good as it gets. Okay. Well, I have a story for each of you, but oh, I will, boy. I know. I'll start with Colin. Um, <laughs> One of, one of the greatest stories. It just goes downhill. Have, Sorry, if uh, I may, shit, it just goes uh, downhill. I go to Cody. Cody goes to Colin. Colin, I don't know what you're gonna do, but you're you're pretty screwed there. <laughs> <laughs> um, but the the best story that I have of Colin was uh, the time where he fell asleep on the couch, and this was probably back in this was back in elementary school. I was about in middle school at the time, Peace. and Colin had Colin had fallen asleep early. Like you just had a long day and was out. So I, I, and my, uh, my, I kind of a light bulb went on and it was about winter time about this time of year. So by four o'clock it was already dark. So I decided, you know, it would be a great prank if I just woke up Colin and told him we were going to be late for school. <laughs> and, and this was like, I think by the time I decided to uh, put this plan on, it was like around eight o'clock at night. So I'm like, oh, this is perfect. I can convince them that it's like eight, eight o'clock, eight thirty in the morning, and the sun just <laughs> hasn't come up yet. So I go and I like get our backpacks ready. I get everything staged. I get dressed like how how I would going to school, like get my coat on, and then I'm like, oh, it's on. So I just go up and I just shake him vigorously. I'm like, Colin, Colin, we've got to go. We are so late for school, man. Mom and dad left. I overslept we've got to go now. And Colin's like half in a daze, like still just trying to get his bearings. He's like, what? I, I can't. I'm like, Colin, we have no time to talk. Here's your backpack. Get it on you right now. Here's your coat. Get it on you right now. So there Colin is like an arm in his jacket, like arm on. And I'm like hurrying him out the door. He like looks at the clock. Cody is like eight. 8.30. I'm like, in the morning, the sun's not up yet because it's just winter. Don't question <laughs> it's it. Winter. Go, go, go. It's winter in Wisconsin. Exactly. So, we, I get him out the door. We go down the block. We, like, almost cross the street when I'm like, Colin, we've got to go back. He's like, Cody, we're so late. No, Colin, I forgot something. We have got to go back. I need this. It was like something about a project or something. He's like, we're late. We're, we're going to be, we're, the bell already rang. We've got to go now. I'm like, no, Colin, we need, we need to go back. I need this. I need this. So we walk back in like, I just take off my backpack, take off my coat and just lay on the couch. And he's like, Cody, why are you laying down? What did you forget? We've got to go now. I'm like, Colin, I just want you to know it's eight 30 at night. School's not until tomorrow. Thanks for the couch. <laughs> <laughs> We can kick back and relax. It was one of those things where I just wanted to see how far I could take it, but didn't want to walk all the way to school. So... <laughs> I took it far enough where I was convinced I could have gone all the way, but I didn't want to walk that far. <laughs> Got to the block, called it good, went back in. So that was my Colin story. And your story is uh, how we abused our poor poor guinea pig oh no <laughs> pinky poor pinky it was a hamster pinky. hamster excuse me so we we had this hamster named pinky 
And it was a great hamster. He no, it wasn't. Like it bit all the time. Okay, he bit all the time. So in uh, in hindsight, just so you guys know, a little bit of foreshadowing, that little tyke had it coming. He had it coming. <laughs> Do not so, leave eight and, you know, seven and nine-year-olds alone with a hamster. <laughs> that's that's, that's no. the moral of the story. So, so to give you guys a little bit of substance behind this, the way our house is set up is we have a stairwell that goes up to the second floor. However, picture our stair as an L where you go up one level, there's like a small little, I don't know, four by four landing. Then you go up another set of steps. Well, Kyle and I, we had- we Well, there's also Ninja the Turtles. hallway right at the top. So there's yep, like a wood a hallway, hallway right at the top and we'd like play there all the time. We'd set up like- army men or whatever we play in this hallway all the time yeah so kyle and i we also love ninja turtles like so much so that we had oh uh, it was what uh, a we thing it was more of a you thing okay i really love ninja turtles <laughs> and i had uh like a uh car essentially it was called the battle shell super cool yeah it was like a turtle mobile and you could put your guys in it and the top came off anyway so kyle and i were playing around and I think we had Pinky out and he was just in his little hamster ball. And we're like, oh my gosh, you know, it'd be awesome. Let's put Pinky in the battle shell and we'll like push him around. And so we take out Pinky from his hamster ball, open up the top, put him in and snapped on the top. So this hamster can't go anywhere. So I'm sure he's thinking in his mind right now, I am so screwed. Like there was nothing. And then Kyle and I just, got on a mean streak we're like you know what'd be funny let's push the battle shell and pinky down the steps that'll be great there's seat belts in this thing you know you're great we're like no so i don't know why we did it but we just thought it would be funny you know <laughs> so we backed it up to like the uh the wooden the wooden landing that we had on the very top like all the way back as far as you could go into our good 10 room. 12 feet a good 10 12 feet and we're just like, all right, Pinky, here we go. Three, two, one. And we just shove this poor hamster in the shell down the stairs. And all you hear is boop, 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 smacks into the wall at the landing. And he just keeps going. Like he bounces <laughs> off the wall and then goes down the second flight of steps. Like boop, 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 boop. So this poor hamster is probably concussed out of his mind by this point. <laughs> we run down the steps, pick him up open up the shell like he's doing circles in this shell like poop clearly we there's poop everywhere <laughs> so we totally just gave our hamster a concussion and the best part of that was the darn hamster still lived to be like 12 or 15 years old he oh, that ham, it wasn't 12 or 15 years old but like as far as hamsters I don't go, know. He, lived forever. he lived forever he survived at least a good four or five years after that ordeal so it didn't kill him. We did not kill that hamster. <laughs> <laughs> hamster maybe had a little bit of CTE, but did kill him. Yeah, he never really wanted to go back into his hamster ball after that one. He was perfectly content with staying in his cage. <laughs> I think that, that started because like putting the hamster in the mobile, great idea. I think we started by like one of us oh, on yeah. each side of the hallway and we were just pushing him back and forth between each other. And then I think yeah. you were on the stair end and you like didn't catch him or like missed him or something. Probably. And then he went down the stairs. Either way. It, it was, we traumatized that poor hamster after that. He was never quite the same. 
<laughs> All right, yeah. Colin, what do you got? Okay, well, again, you didn't really specify, so I did nice memories, and not <laughs> the stuff that was long. Colin, we're going for internet content here. It's got to, it's got to be good. All right, here you go. So one day I was really young and I just hear this noise going on downstairs and I'm walking down and I'm just like, I can't get to sleep. What is going on? And I just walked down and there's Kyle. He's uh, might've been first year of college for you. And uh, you were laying down with a couch and all I could hear was meep, meep. I'm a moped over and over again. I think you were stood there. Um, might have been. I don't really remember. I think so. I think the meet me. I'm a moped thing started uh, when so like in wrestling. I was in wrestling in high school, and then you don't drink caffeine or soda the entire yeah. time you're wrestling. So I think that that started when I had my like very first can of soda after wrestling season, and I was wired like completely and just wired. So I was like literally bouncing off the walls, and like yeah, I think it was my senior year too. Cause like, uh, dad had just got that one, like old school moped. That was like a legit moped, like moped stands for motorized pedal bike. So this thing literally, you had to pedal it to start it and then like pop the clutch and then it would go. But, uh, yeah. So we just got this moped and I don't know. Yeah. I was all sorts of jacked up on caffeine being like, me, me, I'm a moped like, bouncing <laughs> off the walls. Literally. But if it was freshman year of college, I also might have been drunk and just having a flashback. (laughs) I didn't really drink until like second semester of freshman year. Oh, hi. Juliana's behind me. Hi, Juliana. Hi. Hi. Joe just called me. We have have one of my coworkers coming, picking up an old uh, TV stand. Yeah, I'll finish my sentence, I suppose. All right, you guys got anything else? Otherwise, I got a closing segment because I know you guys got to get going pretty soon here. I, I think I've hit everything. Now. What was that, Colin? You have to go like now. Okay, so real quick then. Apparently, Sour Patch Kids, the candy, uh, they're making a cereal of Sour a Sour Patch Kids cereal. Yes, I have heard okay, about this. Okay, so. That can't be healthy. Right? But <laughs> besides Sour Patch Kids, what other non-cereal things do you think you could make into a cereal or you'd like to see made into a cereal to try? Um, any mad cereal things. Um, I would have to say, uh, my love of hamburgers is quite amazing. <laughs> oh, gross. So just, just miniaturize those suckers and put it in a bowl. And like cookie crisp, except sandwiches. Like little burgers, cheeseburgers. I want to taste a small little burger, and then maybe <laughs> like maybe the uh, the um, exclusive pack comes with like miniature slices of cheese. Yeah, oh, yeah, little, yeah, little cheeseburgers. Cheeseburger. <laughs> cheeseburger in a bowl with milk. Uh, buns would have to be like the the cookie crisp crackers. Yeah, it, it, the whole thing would be like a cookie crisp. Exactly. Oh, oh you're saying they're like separate pieces that you can assemble yourself. That would be awesome. That would, oh, that it game changing. Get on this Kellogg's. There you go. See how you get the buns that are made out of the cookie crisp material. You got yeah. the burger. That's like maybe little chocolate pieces or something. 
Or, or a marshmallow. You could do like Lucky Charm style where like maybe all the toppings yeah. are marshmallows. That way, any season, we can switch up that bad boy. <laughs> Halloween. <laughs> MMA. MMA. I think we have to, <laughs> we, we got to wrap this up. So I'm going to end by saying I'd probably do like a, uh, like a Skittles taste the rainbow kind of Ooh, thing. Skittles, like, that's a good uh, one. like do Skittles and do like, you know, like the fruit roll-ups. That might be interesting. And just have like a fruity, like kind of rainbowy cereal. That might be interesting. I like the Skittles idea. Skittles is also a big enough brand name where they might actually be able to do that. Think so. There you go, Skittles. Free idea for Skittles. Makes a Skittles cereal. <laughs> Right. Skittles um, and burgers. I, I like the cheese and the cheeseburger is pretty funny too. I can't. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to think of a funny one, but I can't. I know you guys get it going. So maybe next time. All right. But anyhow, next that was time. episode 26 of If I May. Hope everybody enjoyed a uh, little special uh, Kyle and bros podcast because Nick and Brent are out. But uh, thank you uh, for listening. We'll bring you a new episode every Thursday. Uh, please support us by subscribing, sharing, rate, reviewing, and all that fun jazz. Uh, if you want to get in contact with us, uh, DM us on Twitter at Zarubust, and then we'll catch you later. Have a great Thursday. See ya.